It's time, 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 time. Where are you, man? Did you get my message? <laughs> Your message was selling me. <laughs> hey, my name's Sean Shaler. It's in the clock. The, the musician down there, his name is Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek, a.k.a. Insert artist name here. Chris, you got an artist name. You got a, you got a SoundCloud artist. alias. Ooh, SoundCloud. Uh, the artist the currently artist known, known as Chris Ford? As the artist. Yes, the artist currently known as Chris Ford. Good. Beautiful, beautiful, well done. Welcome to Avatar, The Last Podcasters. We are excited to bring you a Valentine's Day episode, quote-unquote, with the same level of enthusiasm that we bring to every holiday episode, which is extremely minimal. And uh, we're no, both... Sean, we put a lot of work into these things. You know what? Sort of. Sometimes. Some... We do. We take, we, we, we take it seriously to do these things, holiday ones. Sometimes we'll record in advance, and then I'll be posting things, and I'll see like the date when I'm scheduling it on YouTube. I'll be like, that Christmas? Christmas 25th every year, right? Huh. And then I'll post it, and that's our holiday episode. And um, not this last year. I feel like we did something this last year. But, yeah, so if you care about Valentine's Day, and frankly, we don't, but if you care about it and you're into that stuff, we got a pretty cool episode here where we have taken all of the all of the notable ships from the Avatar The Last Airbender Whoa. series only. Let me... Let me uh... Specify that these are the canon couples ships. Yeah, so like no Zutara. That's what he's so saying. Like, <laughs> Get out of here. I don't want to hang on Zutara. <laughs> uh, just and, and I define this by like one person having feelings and or attraction to another person, and that person reciprocating those feelings in one way uh, in attraction or in. Um, feelings as well and so that's why you won't see like ang and mang because that's a one-sided thing that's why you won't see Toph and Sokka because that's a one-sided thing there you know there's one that you could convince me is kind of fringe but um yeah we'll talk about it when we get to it so we're, we're gonna rank those Chris and I both submitted our our thought processes together and then Chris aggregated our rankings and uh but chris before we jump right in first of all how are you how you been doing i'm good you, said, you had <laughs> a really, really pained look on your face when you said <laughs> that you're like oh good i'm just fine I'm, I'm feel busy at work which i always like being very busy at work so much so that i'm like oh i don't think i'll get this thing done on time For some reason is a good feeling i'm just like oh yeah hard at work this week is that uh, is that a good motivator for you personally? Like you 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 know you're getting yeah. the most out of yourself when you have the most to do. Like my favorite day that's maybe to work is like planning. Probably when I was like only this planner before I think you came over for international kids, and I actually and even I don't think there was a men's planner either. And so I was planning back to school shoes. And like I came in at like six o'clock, left at like six o'clock and came in at like probably six thirty in the morning, left at like eight at night. Like I did it. I planned it all. It's all planned. It's in the system. I can I can show everyone these plans and I printed off the whole I had a I, I made a spreadsheet that, you know, had all the, the weekend. It was several trees. Several trees. <laughs> I used to kill so many trees. 
So it was probably obvious, but when I first started uh, my my work as an analyst, and uh, even coming from the stores, right, uh, that was supposed to like teach us things, and it did. But like when I first doing my work as an analyst, and they're kind of introducing you to what you functionally do, like you you got the interview talk, you know what that means. But functionally, they're like, hey, we got this software, kind of divides and and. Um, very, I can't even think of the word, very literally distributes, allocates, couldn't think of the word, allocates shoes to stores and all that stuff. In my head, modern Sean, who has never worked in a job before, is thinking like, okay, so like, what do I do? I just look at it, make sure it did a thing? Like, it's automatic, right? It's using math. It's using formulas. This should be easy. And then it was probably like a solid week, like sitting through, and they're trying to teach us Slim, which is the... You remember Slim, right? Store level, yeah, store, store level, level inventory, inventory management. management. Yeah. And finally, I'm like, oh, we have to do most of it because it mostly <laughs> isn't automatic. <laughs> like it is. <laughs> but I just assumed in my head, I was like, this got to be like a systematic way that all this math just kind of happens, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. Just some manual Excel finagling. Uh, I just remember like having a light bulb go on, like, oh, I get it. It's because it's bad. That's why. Okay, I got it. <laughs> uh, but I never was on the North America side where they probably did have more data points and maybe better software. I don't know. I don't know what it was like over there. No different. Yeah, anyway. Uh, pretty much just send 11 shoes to these stores. You know, they're not going to sell that many. They. <laughs> They had an easier, <laughs> easier funny. job over there. I was in, I was in North America men's. It was the worst. Maybe the pretty much just make worst. sure you get your get your work boots where they need to go. That was a big part of it. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But uh, no, I just remember specifically like when a light bulb on went went on for me. It's like, oh, this is what I actually have to do. Okay, um, Chris, I got a little news. Is that my wife and I did pre-order Hogwarts Legacy on the PC. Y'all know I'm a Harry Potter person. You see the castle over there in the corner a little bit. Uh, and it's very good. I would say... Mm, okay. I, uh, I would say like like 9 out of 10 territory or like like Game of the mm. Year candidate in that B-plus game meets massive popularity kind of way. Yeah. Right? I would say it's a Game of the Year candidate in that sense. I still... I don't play a lot of realistic games. I play a lot of Nintendo games, right? Cell-shaded, bright, cartoony characters. I'm mm-hmm. still not comfortable, even in 2023, with the way that people look when they're tried to be realistic. It's it's just weird, and it's still uncomfortable to me. I'd rather not have that. I'd rather like. Are a, the graphics on are the graphics on your computer as good as like the graphics on PS5? My computer would not be quite as good as a PS5, uh, but I've got a decent good. I've got a decent computer, not. Let me think. I would say that hardcore gamers would laugh at my computer, but like an average PC gamer would be like, yeah, his computer's fine. So, uh, no, the the graphics, all the detail and everything looks good. It's literally just the way that, that humans are designed in video games that are supposed to be realistic. It's just, it's weird. I'll never, I won't be comfortable with it for a while, I don't think. But anyway, it's a very good game. I can't wait for you to at least get the chance to play a little bit of it. I don't know if it'll stick. I don't know if it's your type of game, but um, it's really cool just to like be in Hogwarts. It's awesome. And Heather's loving it too. We're playing it and fighting over the computer simultaneously. Very exciting. Um, that's, that's all my news. I just wanted to bring that up. Pretty exciting. 
We've been waiting for like a year. Been a year? <laughs> Something like that. And then, uh, yeah, that's what I got. Chris, anything else before we get started? Uh, Avatar news. Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, rumors, if you will, about the Avatar Last Airbender adult Aang and crew animated film that's coming out in 2025, apparently. <laughs> There's a rumor about the <laughs> about the uh, title. Uh, I'm only laughing because the rumor is based off of someone's LinkedIn resume saying they've worked on you know, this. Uh, but anyway. Uh, it says the title is Avatar Last Airbender. Echoes and Aftershocks. Uh, and I, you know, I like it. That's a good, it's a good title. You know, because it probably has a lot to do with the lasting effects of the war and uh, everything comes after that. So I think it's a pretty good, solid title. And my mind immediately went to it. My mind went to like an Earth Kingdom place, right? It sounded like an earthquake type thing. Echoes and Aftershocks. Oh, Earth okay. Kingdom language. Yeah, aftershocks. Uh, but, I, I mean, who knows? But, hey, that's cool. Looking forward to yeah. it. Uh, 2025 seems like a long time, but whatever. If I can wait a few years for Harry Potter, I can wait a few years for a, a good Avatar movie. I'm soaked. Yeah, I'm not seeing those blue people. Not <laughs> Everybody I keeps... haven't seen the second one. I have no real desire to see it because I just, I'm just like, it's three something hours I, in a movie theater. I, I don't. I, don't, I can't. Like man, I'm sure it's a good movie. I'm sure I would even like it, but it's just one of those things. Where it's like I, the first one was like, I get why people are excited. It's an amazing looking movie. In what year was it? Two thousand eight, something like that. Yeah, nine. Like, okay, I get it, but, like, I just didn't like the movie that much. Like, it was fine, and everybody's like, this one's even better than the first one. I was like, in my head, I kind of hope so, you know? <laughs> yeah, like... So, no, I haven't... It's been, like, 14 years. I hope it is better. I was just, they've had some time to polish things up, but, uh, no, and I'm sure the first one, if you're into that, probably holds up pretty well, and I'll watch it someday. I just I just don't, don't care too much. So, good luck, Avatar. I great. I mean, in a way, it is. To me, it is. I understand why the first Avatar was so popular. It wasn't even probably the 3D animation, the 3D stuff, but I'm sure that was really a good chunk of it. I mean, but it looked I'm comparing great. It, to, it did look great. But I think that was just like. That was just like what enticed people to. Think about going to see it. What made it, I think, the huge juggernaut that it was, is like Top Gun Maverick. It just has something that it's a movie that you don't have to think too, too hard on, but it has characters enough that you can identify with them at some, at any, like they're not. It's a very common denominator amongst anyone, right? It's like it doesn't matter what your background is, what your political ideology is. It's not well. I take that back because Avatar, I think, does have some type of political messaging in it. But you know, it has like these movie tropes in it that always work. It's like like uh, things. I love Top Gun Maverick. It was a great time seeing that. Um, but it had certain movie tropes. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I know this is a trope. I'm enjoying 
it was like a nice perfect storm of like uh, you have a great point you know it had a lot of aesthetic appeal and that helps the marketing but then the marketing itself was just very good uh big cast the james cameron effect with the guy right yep yeah yeah uh and and so just like a perfect storm of a lot of different factors that like yeah it's gonna appeal to most people and it did and it worked so Good for it. Good for it. Hey, oh, you know what? This off the cuff. Uh, speaking of appealing to most people, Nintendo had a an E3 thing. Not an E3. What do they call it? Direct. The Nintendo Direct. And they dropped, uh, you know, a lot of neat stuff. Just more news about Zelda 2 Metroid Prime Remaster, which I know there's a, a, a massive diehard community that's been waiting a while for that. And it's very exciting. And to me, it says that the Nintendo Switch, which you can see I care about back here, is is gonna live it's gonna keep on living it's gonna sell another 50 million units before it even like starts to slow down but then i read this article uh that was like it was an ign article and one of the authors was talking about how they were kind of nearing the end though or how it signaled the end because they were kind of getting to the end of what they thought they'd be willing to put on the virtual console and to the Mm -hmm. sort of bottom of the remasters well and everything and it's not like a doom and gloom but i don't know it's like an article that was trying to be trendy and it made me mad because in the end it's like okay like it could ride this wave for the next two years and that person could be right and that means that it lived eight years and probably became the first or second best-selling console of all time <laughs> i don't know it just made me a little like come on ign get out of here Get out of here, you clowns. Anyway, it was a really good oh. Nintendo Direct. If you're kind of a a classic Nintendo fan, uh, go check it out. All right. Uh, 15 minutes in. We should put a, a timestamp. Time yeah, you got timestamp this one. <laughs> um, oh, so we're now ranking. If you're ready to move on, sorry. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. Stoked. Uh, we'll be ranking the avatar all the avatar couples or yeah avatar couples uh i'll start off with the honorable mention which i did not care to rank Sean, even though you added to it i was using it to make fun of the other things in the list relative to it oh okay it was meant to Uh, derogatory (laughs) yeah uh the cabbage man is cabbages you know i don't i don't want those cabbages need a voice in this, and they are being... I don't know. They clearly don't love him. They keep trying to get away. There's no, no kind of Stockholm Syndrome going on there. No, that was strictly put in there to make fun of the things that I put lower than it. Yeah. That's all. Hit me with the first real one. <laughs> That's fun. All right. Uh, so, going from last to best, worst to best... Um, so there are seven seven couples, which for some reason I thought there would be more. Don't know why. I did too. There's so many ships that seven couples uh, isn't a lot. There are way more ships than there are like viable ships, not just random. Like we talked about yeah, yeah, way yeah, more yeah. ships than exist couples in the show. Um, there's a tie for last, um, and I will give you the tiebreaker for this because you ranked this one the lowest and surprisingly this might surprise people ranked last is Sokka and Princess Yue 
Sean, why did you hate this ship so much? You had this one ranked dead last. Chris, would you allow me to have a change of heart, but then I like playing both sides? Sure. Would you would read you the second me, would, tie would you... one that I assume okay. is going to be the other last one? Uh, yes, the other one is Azula and Chan. Oh, okay. Okay, never mind. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Azula... <laughs> I, I, I ranked... Um... I rank Sokka and Iwe last because it's just a, it just, Iwe. it's Iwe, Iwe, I can't say it. Iwe. Iwe. It's been, this is... I feel like I'm trying been... too hard to say it right. Yeah. Iwe. Is, though, since, since we reviewed that episode years ago, <laughs> I remember you saying it wrong even in that episode. And then you continuously have like said it a little bit wrong here and there. It's a different but type sure of wrong every time, too. It's like the Benedict Cumberbatch thing where you say a different thing every time. I uh, there's someone out there that's like, ah, he doesn't. Just screaming at, at their podcast. I think this week uh, on the Bring Elements podcast, I, I did not like the guest on this week. I know you probably, you probably never listened to that. But it was it's like, been a few weeks. Yeah. I didn't like him for some reason. He. Did he, he uh, pronounce you a wrong? I don't know. He did not pronounce you right. But anyway, uh, Chris, I put them at the bottom because it's it, it. Sometimes when people say you know like Avatar is a is a kid show or whatever, uh, and I always come back with like oh I mean yeah it's kind of made for kids but like most of it is so palatable and insightful no matter what age that you are. This mm-hmm. is something that makes it feel like like Sokka and Yue like a bad teen or young not quite teens cartoon like it's so reactionary and stupid high school crushy like there's no real vibes there just two kids kind of being dumb and dramatic uh and like yeah Sokka's funny so of course he has some appeal to it that's kind of tropey too so there's just there's nothing there other than like a like a little crush that's all that is and that's why I put it last because I think everything else had more substance I don't necessarily disagree with you. So they had probably about, I think, three weeks. Three weeks to probably four weeks together. Just spilled water all over myself. Do you think that's enough time to fall into a hard crush with someone? I I can consider at that age, like at Sokka's age, uh, falling into a hard crush in, in, in a week or so. Uh, I, I mean, kids, right? Like, we were all young ones. Uh, but I don't think that changes my answer about there being kind of the kind least of. substance there from what the show offers. Okay, I do I do think substance-wise, maybe it's not the strongest, but I think they could have fallen into a very deep liking with each other, that they really cared about each other. Um, within, you know, a couple of weeks. I think us as a viewer, it goes by really fast. Because it's really just like two episodes. That's fair. It is a couple weeks, but what I'm getting is a couple minutes. Yeah. Fair point. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I get your point. Whereas Chan and Azula, uh, you kind of feel like, oh, you got a douchebag guy and evil girl. Like, okay, that's Jersey Shore. We can work with this as far as entertainment value goes. Uh, so I had that one ranked. Um. 
I had that one ranked six, but I had I didn't have Sakon UA ranked as low as you did. I had it ranked five. Okay. Um, Azula Chan or Chan Zula. Um, for some reason, I just find this shit funny. I just find this couple funny because <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> he's really goofy and and like so full of himself and to be with Azula who is like. Zula's not full of herself, but Azula, because Azula knows that she is that chick. She's like, she not is... showy for showy. Like Chan being showy is to like make friends or whatever. Azula is just like just powerful, not showy. Yes. It just it's a spectacle by itself. Yeah, I think someone said one time, "It's not bragging if you can back it up," and that's what Azula like. Azula is like what she says she is. Chris, you said you had them ranked, uh, Chanzula ranked sixth. sixth. And is there seven couples yep. or seven counting? There are seven couples. And uh, our next one is the one that I had ranked okay. last. This is where I would want to change my mind, <laughs> I think, and where I was going to have a change of heart and, might, and I might agree with you. Uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead, rattle it off. And I'll... So, at number five is... Katara and Jet. Uh, this I was I was laying in bed thinking about it last night, and I was like, you know what? I give this. And turning. Well, I was too because I like to discredit Jet because I hate him as a character, but you kind of do see some connection there. But then the more I thought about, it, I was like, there's way less there even than Sokka has with UA. Like, yes, yeah. So and it's so much more manipulative too. I, I, it's. So I much think super, it's so much more superficial. Also. It is. It's 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 so much more fake. At least uh, you know Sokka and Yue are being you know kids being kids. Where this, so uh, I think if you you could convince me that they should be the lowest, and and you could also convince me that Chanzula maybe could be the lowest, or even you could convince me that you don't even have to count Chanzula. Uh, I think we should. But I like you, counting. I like counting. I I would say we should. I put in there. How oh, these couples actually do. kiss in the show? But I think in I the watch, end, uh, all uh, these do. I think in the <laughs> no, end, I was trying not to be too hard on Jet specifically when I ranked him. But then I was looking back, I was like, but I can't be that hard on Sokka, and then not be that hard on Katara. So I, I'm actually, if you would allow it, I'm going to agree with you and say that this might be the worst ship. Okay, I'll it, allow it. It's mean spirited. It's it's mean spirited. It's substanceless. Okay, yeah. so then to change it up, My uh, bad. number seven would be no, you're fine. Number seven, Katara Jet. Fair. Number six. This is where the tie happens. Then if I'm if I'm doing some quick math, right? Which is still uh, fine. I think Chanzula and yeah. and Saka Yue has similar lack of appeal. Yeah. So this. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. That one's tough. Uh, <laughs> so, Katara Jet, number seven. Uh, oh, wait. But if that's seven, then that comes down to a six, and that's five and a half. So then Azula and Chan would be six. Cool. I, I can but, live yes. with either of those in either spot of the five, of the five, six. Group. Yes. I'm so, comfortable with that. Katara Jet, Katara Jet, number seven. Azula Chan, number six, Sokka and UA, number five. I'm cool with that also. 
I'm going to I'm going to chalk up my change of heart to appreciating childhood innocence more the more I thought about it. So like he's still like Yui still stays with Sokka. You know, like he sees her in, in the in the swamp and everything. So. Yeah. Uh and you know like just because they didn't have more time to elaborate that's not their fault either right so yeah i'm i'm comfortable with it moving up but i'll, I'll change my mind for sure Stupid number Joe. four it is zuko and jen which i am all for this shit yeah. all for this couple i really like this couple it's a it's a nice uh nice couple i think even if it doesn't go anywhere it doesn't mean it wasn't a good thing it was like a good stage for zuko he made a good attempt and seem nice we don't know a lot about but it felt so earnest that in a limited time frame i'm really happy for it yeah like you think about zuko doing something a normal teenager would do he has not had a normal teenager life at all he finally did something that a normal teenager would do huge step for, uh, for zuko he risked it for the biscuit too and it's not like like he was, he was trying to like make a girl's evening, and he risked a fire bent in front of her. You know, like not in front of her, but you know what I mean. That was Zuko kind of doing nice new Zuko things in a way. And uh, I liked that. Uh, funny enough, I am. Uh, I, I said this in my "Who Does Zuko Marry" video that this is probably Zuko's first kiss because he wouldn't have had any real chances beforehand. And, uh, like, him and May, it's just, you know, assumed they had a crush on each other. They definitely had a crush on each other, but there's nothing to really speculate that they... One thing, Zuko would have been 12. I don't think yeah. they would have... I don't... That's not saying much. Ang is 12. I, <laughs> I, I mean, he could have. He just doesn't uh, but still, seem... I don't, I'm yeah. convinced that you're right. I don't I don't yeah. see the substance, the, the evidence that he would have kissed somebody before. Also, I love... I made a joke mm-hmm. in... In that video, where I'm like, uh, it's not that it's not that funny of a like a ha ha. I just did my timing. Oh, it was good. I was like, uh, Zuko lit these candles, and and Jen said nothing. Either Jen, you know, but you know, maybe she didn't care that he was fighting Asian because she saw this boy who who was scarred, who needed to be loved, and she was one who could love him. And I can I go off on this little tangent about love and stuff, and then I just go, or she's just an idiot. And didn't realize he was a fireman. <laughs> this is a big buildup and then to a quick, yeah, uh, yeah. a quick one eighty. <laughs> There's probably a comedy name for that. Nicely, uh, nicely done, mm, Chris. Nicely done. Probably is. Uh, number three. Pull the rug out from under you. Is that what you, that you pulled the rug out from under? Ooh, is that what you did? Think so. Okay. Think so. Sorry, think I interrupted so. for nothing. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for interrupting me. We just pulled the rug out of the number three. <laughs> but we'll skip to number two. No. Uh, number three. It is uh, Zuko and May. Now, I'm actually really surprised that I even ranked this. That doesn't even rank this high because I. This ship is like. This couple is almost infuriating. But then I started thinking about like real life couples and how. Sometimes they, they go through the ups and downs, and there are times where they do not get along, but they eventually find themselves. Just the one of the most epic lines in all of Avatar is, is 
when in the in the episode they I'm sorry, in the episode The Boiling Rock, after May has betrayed Azula and she's captured. And Zula's like, Why? Why would you do it? And then May is like You think uh, she says something. And but she says, um You miscalculated. I love Zuko more than I fear you. And then Zula's like, No, you should have feared me more. And then she's a, and then Zula's like about to lie and kill her. Um, but that's such a dope line. Like you miscalculated. I love Zuko more than I fear you. That is such a cool line. Um, that line alone gets a little bit higher. The the ship itself, the negatives, to me the negatives, uh, and they finally were to one with some like real substance to work with here. The negatives mm, are that it's yeah. like too heavy handed. Like oh, it's the couple of depressed kids or whatever, and and the couple of dark brooding people and like it feels so heavy handed uh but but on the plus on the positive side is a that does provide some entertainment value b they like legitimately make sacrifices for each other so they again yeah. doesn't you know like that's the first time we've seen that in a ship as far as this list goes they they kind of both grow in different trajectories they go through like little patches of i guess you call it uh what would you call it? Bumpy patches or or, or adversity? Like it doesn't feel like it should even get to that point. So as much as I just I don't really want to like it, it's it's hard not to. It's nice. Yeah. Um and what was I gonna say about it? I mean there's a certain aspect of them knowing each other since they were kids and understanding yeah, little things about them, about each other. Yeah. There's something, uh, I mean, kind of like you said earlier about the movies, it is a trope. Or there's some tropiness happening here, but that doesn't inherently makes it bad. It might make me more critical of it out of the gate, but mm-hmm. doesn't make it bad. It's fine. Three, I think three is the right spot. Yeah. Number two is Aang and Katara. This is like the... The, the main couple of the whole show. Like, so much of the show surrounds these two and Aang's destiny. Should Aang, uh, one, of, one of my favorite Iroh, gosh, that's a, I was about to one of my favorite Iroh quotes. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> we'll have an episode um, someday. It'll be great. Yeah. This, this isn't necessarily an Iroh quote, but, uh, it was, you know, it was giving Aang advice and Iroh's like, I think it's very wise of you to value love over power. Like that is, I think that's somewhat the the species of Avatar, um, of Avatar: Last Airbender, is that power, like physical power, isn't nearly as important as love is, and and everything that comes with it. And th- their relationship dynamic is a lot about that. I know they're going to talk about heavy-handed and tropes and, you know, uh, prominent male in, uh, protagonist ending up with prominent female protagonist. Uh, but there's a lot mm. to like about the way that their two character types mesh and go together, and the type of balance they bring each other. And it's not perfect. That's why it's not number one. But it just, it's so easy to root for. And probably Zutara fans out there like, no, it's not. But um, it's... <laughs> I don't, they they both have the same big picture end in mind. You know, 
love is probably the right. Like they both they both have that as like their primary goal together or as people. I don't know how do, I just don't know how you don't root for it. How you don't want it to work. It just it well, just you don't want it to work if you if you like the fiery with the water, Sean. Because it's all you know. Uh, even if oh, that's one thing I didn't like about so the the, <laughs> the guess. Oh, one thing I, I don't I don't mind if anyone ships Zutara. That's perfect fine. Uh, and that's I'm also about to say good, something nice yeah, about Zutara yeah. as well. Um, but no, the 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 guest on the show was like, he ships Zutara because they always ask like, who do you ship and stuff? He's like, he ships Zutara, and then he goes on to say like, this is why I could tell that the show was aimed at kids because I don't think kids could like grasp how the girl could end up with like the with the bad guy like it's too complicated of a story and i don't know there's just it's 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 not as uh I don't know, to me it just seemed a little bit uh uh i think it less complex uh, um <clears throat> no just just his his just his like condemnation of it just seemed patronizing <laughs> it's like yeah. to i don't know it was just um, but my point is, is that there's a lot of depth to, to Aang and Katara's relationship. Um, not that there couldn't have been depth to Zuko and Katara's relationship, because there definitely could have been. It's, it could easily be could have been written. Uh, they didn't show any of this throughout the show. <laughs> but... <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm about to get another bad review again. <laughs> Chris, you know like, that's going to hurt yeah, our fiscal, our show's fiscal income. More bad reviews. No, no. Uh, I want to say, uh, no. go ahead. I want to say something nice about Zutara, but I think still plays to my point is that uh, even if you said that there's enough of Zutara that, like, if you if you were going to include them in your own rankings, or that we should include them in ours, and then even if you ranked Zutara higher than than Katang, like, even if both of those things were true. You could still look at this relationship, and I and I I would have a hard time believing anything too scathing of it. Like, are you are, if you if you try to take like the favoritism for a Zutara or whatever out of it, and you're putting together your own rankings, I just would have a hard time believing anything terribly scathing other than just being a little tropey. Uh, it's it's so it's so good natured. And that might be some people's uh, complaints about it. I think. The two two of the main complaints I see is that it is kind of tropey, uh, which is fine because tropes are a thing. Tropes are tropes That's, for a reason. They, they, uh, yeah, it brings people <laughs> to movie theaters. Uh, the other thing is I feel like Tara's too old for him. I'm like one one thing. Uh, you don't know like how how old like all you know is that when the series starts, Ang is twelve and Katara's fourteen. Ang could have been like twelve and eight months. The Katara could have just turned fourteen. It could have. When we say two years, granted, it could be the... Well, no, I know it's not the reverse of that, because Aang turns 13 by the end of the series. Um, I don't think Katara actually turns... For some reason, I've never seen Katara... Anything that shows that Katara turned 15 by the end of the series. Um, but so that's really not a huge point to me. And some people say, like, oh, Katara's, Katara's too motherly to her, to him and stuff. And my... My response to that is that oftentimes, wives can be, and girlfriends can be motherly. Like you want I think there's a significant other to take care of you, like 
There's a famous psychiatrist out there. Uh, so I'm pretty all? sure he likes to tell people that they that you marry your mothers or whatever. Like it's a thing. Not suggesting yeah, what's up? What's up? my sociology. Ask my sociology teacher in high school. I was like, are men more attracted to like to are men attracted to women who remind them of their wives because they inherited that from their father, or because they remind them of their mother, right? Because like, oh, if your father's attracted to this certain type do you of share woman, similar maybe attractions that, or attractions? Yeah. <clears throat> Do you share similar attractions, or are you attracted to things that you saw in your brother? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. And then he was like, he didn't really, I was like, he was like, that's a good question. Life is, he's right. <laughs> Did he give you the birds and the bees speech? He said to you, I was like, listen, Chris. You know, I so I, this was like my senior year in high school. And most kids except for me were having said I'm kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding. I was not. Right, not kidding about part of it. Kidding about the other part. Uh, 50, I, don't, 50. I don't think most kids. I don't think most kids were. I don't know. I wasn't asking people left and right. I, yeah, I didn't engage really, in the I conversation very often. Um, well, the one time this girl did ask me. Now I'm looking back. I wonder was she interested. You know, she's doing well now. She's, uh, but she was very beautiful. I gotta be honest, I was always scared to even think, it's like, I don't know what people are doing here, because everybody's related to each other, and I just try to get a, just isolate myself from from any weirdness. Uh, it's a small county, that's all I'm going to say. But the point is... I had to go on mute there. Anyway, I don't know where we're going, we got off on a real tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you're just getting the idea of like, uh, you know, uh, marrying a motherly figure or what have you. Shipping a motherly yeah. figure as a guy is a is a phenomenon that exists. That's the thing. Uh, anyway, anything else on the? No, it's. I think people, if you're if you're only hard on it because you are a Zutara person and you like Zutara better. At least try to remove that and just try to take this for what it is and like, hey, is this a an entertaining, narratively useful ship? Yeah. yeah. Also, I will say this. As, as a non-Zutara fan, as a person who's never shipped those two people, I understand why people ship those two, right? Because there's a certain dynamic of, of the two. I just don't see anything in the show. And nothing in the show says that Katara is attracted to Zuko, or Zuko's attracted to Katara. In fact, they go in a complete opposite than that on so many different <laughs> different times. Like, times where Katara's like, I'll kill you if you just step out of line. Or Zuko and her being like, that's not my girlfriend, that's not my boy, when when June comes up with it. But I see if the writers, when they were creating it, if they wanted to go down there, there were avenues they could have gone down. But there were, like I said, nothing in the show that I think Ashley supports that. But go ahead, chip it. Cool. Hmm. Fair enough. Number one is Sakasuki. This is like, to me, this is uh, relationship goals. Hashtag relationship goals right here. It was like the easiest uh, easiest choice. Usually, I don't know, it was, it was much easier to start from the top this exercise because I knew that this was going to be my top answer. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're good for for each other they have they have like good similarities right they have good connection points but then they also have interesting differences and the opposites attract sort some to some degree yeah. 
uh, feeding off each other and learning from each other rather than just being kind of the same the same character in a different gender. It, it feels mm -hmm. so natural. It feels so so appropriate. Yeah, I hope that they stay together because I also have a theory that Suki eventually leaves Saka and marries Zuko. There's, there's stuff there. More stuff between Suki and, and Zuko than Zuko and Katara in the comic books. Um, that's just this one panel that's just like weird. Like, why are they doing this? Why, that, why that you felt like the creators of the panel like did it on purpose? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, but Sokka Suki, I think it is a relationship. Like, she does change him in like the best way. Like, a, a good woman would change it in the best way, as I'm sure any, any father will give that advice. Uh, and Chris, to your point, like, my, even if Suki... My dad, my dad always... My dad always calls... There's some Bible verse where he's like, and the Bible says, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. <laughs> and I'm like, what is that? You just... I never met your dad, but it's like I can hear another human's voice being channeled through you with just the right amount of... It's like, it's like the avatar Deadliness. took over, and it's my. That's a, that's a new story I could, I could, could do. Like yeah, you your, your past generations take over your body because their soul is in your genes. This, so and that's why you're home. attracted to your mother or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Gosh, no, Sean. That went. The... <laughs> Not attracted to your mother, Sean. <laughs> the. Uh... Even in Chris, to your point, even if she leaves Suka, uh, Sokka later, like that, that still wouldn't necessarily, in my mind, like disqualify this from being the best ship that that we have in the yeah. show. And if it ends, it doesn't mean it was a bad ship and all that stuff. Like Zuko, uh, exactly. Sokka yeah. clearly changed for the better. You know, I don't know that Suki changed or progressed as much, but since she's so not she, in the picture quite as much, you don't see well, it. She did. Like she, she was the thing that she changed was. Uh, and she says this uh, to a certain extent. Like they were secluded; they were out of the war. Like when they were, they're the, like Kyoshi has stayed out of the war all these all this time. Uh, they're talking about Kyoshi Island, Kyoshi Warriors. And then when they, you know, when she saw you know Sokka and I'm sure uh, Aang and stuff, that inspired them to go out and help people. So that was a little change from them. And I'm sure that Sokka was a big part of that. That's a great point. That uh, makes me feel even better about this being the right answer, regardless of, of what happens in the future. You know what? Do I like? I can see Zuko and Zuko and Suki. I could I could see that being a thing. Like Z like Zuko is like, listen, I missed out on Katara. I got to look around, you know, Team Aang and see what else is there. He gets over this over the his lingering spat with Aang in the in the initial comics. <laughs> And then he's, you know, trying to work his way back into the squad. And he's like, hey, Suki. Uh, Chris, final thoughts on your on the best ships, not favorite ships. Because let's be honest, favorite ships, you know, that might be Chanzula. Who knows? But uh, the best <laughs> ships in Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, I don't think I ha I'm really surprised I can't think of like another couple that we see in the series. I mean, all I can think um, of is the two that had the baby. That's it. That's all. Oh, I... yeah. Eh, I can't even remember their name. 
I can't either. Um, and what would you say about them? Like uh, they would, they would obviously be middle of the pack because nothing good or bad happens. They have a baby. I mean, hey, he he got her. He, they help each other through being refugees and stuff, having a baby together. That's boom, and, and three that's slot high. ranked. Uh, the only other one that's not in the series. Well, I don't know. This yeah, should we have ranked uh, Ozai and? That's what I'm. What I'm thinking. They would have been last. What's What's her name? I last. can't think. I feel terrible. Ursa. 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 Yeah. They, they would have definitely been last. That is not a loving relationship. That relationship was forced, and um, completely last. If and, if and, we recount that, and, and pretty messed up. The more you learn about it. If later. you think about it, the, the, if you really think about it, it's a really effed up relationship. Yeah. Okay, so that one's last. Congratulations. There's a new eight. <laughs> Just going to squeeze uh, that other one. Other than that, I can't. Really, for some reason, I thought there would be more, like, canon. I wanted something. Uh... I wanted something from Iroh so bad, but, like, you didn't quite get, like, any not, kind of connection yeah. from mm-hmm. the fortune teller lady. He didn't quite get June interested enough to be a ship, you know, but it made me a little sad yeah, that we didn't get a. Uh, there was the um, the transport lady who was embossing, say, uh, but that, that was more just like flirting. Like yeah, just, I needed I needed yeah. the transport lady or or the fortune teller lady to like respond to give us something to work with. I mean. She, I think the fortune teller later said she said Ira was handsome. One of them said he was handsome. Boom, but Ira was fish. clearly trying to use his uh, charm to get tickets to the, yeah. to the ferry or whatever. That was, so that one ranks lower because uh, that's being manipulative. But his sure. his intentions for the fortune teller lady were clearly clearly good. No, I thought there would be more though. You're you're absolutely right. I thought there'd be more ships. To talk about, frankly, no. It'd be so interesting when we get to Legend of Korra. There's so many. <laughs> uh, Legend of Korra. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to think about that one longer. I think and talk about it longer. But we'll first, we'll first do the rating of all the ships, all the canon and non-canon ships. We'll first do that rating. The sink it, float it, or ship it. We'll have some guests on. Don't know who yet, but that'll come in the future. And then we will rank the canon couples so all in the future yeah and uh both of those things are going to be wild because there's going to be much more ships in general canon and not canon holy crap and there's so many more. ships in legend of Korra. there are and, <laughs> and, there's, and there's some like some got a weird ship like when they, everyone ships core with absolutely everybody <laughs> if you right if you look hard enough on the internet you can see core with varic or what you know like every yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like I've seen her shipped with Unalak, Amon, like Amon, the guy who like she is like scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably not gonna touch those. Uh, you can you can sink those prematurely. I will say, Chris, <laughs> I, I don't I don't like this element as much, but that will be a much more interesting discussion to have just based on like the the number of moving moving pieces and parts so yeah. while i don't love ships in the shows or i don't care as much about them i am excited to do those episodes so there's a lot going on 
that's all I got. Chris, uh, thanks for the idea and for doing the rankings. My name's Sean. That's my friend Chris Ward, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame, and also the artist no formerly, no, the artist currently known as Chris. And I'll put all of the contact details down in the description. Give us, we're grateful for whatever interaction, likes, reviews, thumbs up, bells, like whatever the platform action is. If you give us any of them, we'd really appreciate that. If not, thanks for watching anyway. We really appreciate that too. And we'll talk to you next week. Happy Valentine's Day. If you celebrate it. I don't, but I guess yeah. I'll have to. Yeah, do the things if, if you want. See you later. Yeah. Did you Where's hear the Harley Ivy? I've watched half of it so far. Oh, I didn't watch that. Uh, hey, go peep. Go, go peep how well the your noise lines up with the exit music.